that does it. I can't put it off any longer. I've got to do the season prediction today. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dayon Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins that I hope you'll check out. The Pirates finished their spring training yesterday in Bradenton with a 7-5 to loss to the Twins. They ended up 9-18-3. And finally, finally, I'll be able to say, as of tomorrow evening, that the game actually matters, unlike those games. Johan Oviedo pitched well on the day that he was told he'll be part of the rotation. That wasn't expected. He'll be filling in, of course, for injured JT Brubaker. Kanan Smith-Najigba, after he was told he'd be making the team, went out and hit a three-run homer just as kind of an exclamation point. Pretty neat. Always really cool to see someone battle like that and legitimately earn their way onto the roster as opposed to backing into it because of some preordained initiative. The roster is not 100% set. That'll happen over the next 24 hours, pending injuries and that sort of thing. The Pirates will come to Cincinnati with a couple extra players, uh, but we know what the team's going to be. We know the makeup, for better or worse. We know who's healthy. We know who's hurt. We know who's hot. We know who did next to nothing over the course of the Grapefruit League schedule. And I am here to share my prediction that this team will win 77 games That is not positive. Do not take that as a positive. I do not see 77 games as some sort of great mile marker. However, however, I am torn between a couple of things in coming up with this figure. One is, look, You can hope for them to finish over 500. You can hope for them to float around 500, and I think that they just might do that. But where you cross the line into unrealistic is to say that this roster, this assembly, is 20 full games better than the one that they had last year. I don't see that yet. I don't feel that yet. If... This team was opening up with, let's say, Andy Rodriguez and, you know, even Henry Davis or a couple of the pitchers. I don't know that Quinn Priester is ready, but Priester and Mike Burrows and those guys, if they were ready, and that's a hypothetical in every case except Andy. Andy can benefit from being down there, but I don't know that Andy's ready. There's a difference. If you were to take these guys and start 2023 with them, I could start getting super optimistic on you, okay? I can't do that with Austin Hedges as a 163 hitting catcher behind the plate with the bottom of the lineup being really uncertain without knowing that this version of Kibrian Hayes that we saw in the spring who showed actual pop in his bat for the first time in three years is going to be the one that carries over into the real games. I don't know that. I don't feel that yet. I'd like to see it manifest itself. But I also can tell you that from the inside, the perspective is, 
a lot rosier than what they're letting on in public, which might surprise those of you who think they're some kind of PR machine or whatever. They're actually way more upbeat about what this season is going to be than what they say in front of cameras and microphones. But just across all the T's and dot all the I's, here's some of what Derek Shelton had to say after the spring finale yesterday. You know, I thought early on defensively we could have played better. I thought later we played well. Uh, you know, our core group of guys swung about well over the last 10 days, which I thought was important. And, and you know, knock on wood, we're leaving here pretty healthy, which is really important. They need surprises. They need more of Smith Najigba. They need more of that type of, okay, hey, I'm here. I'm making a statement. They need more of what Travis Swaggerty brought in the spring. And yeah, I know Swaggerty was sent back and they told Swaggerty it's because they want him playing and they saw him as being a number five and probably rightly so in Pittsburgh. And they don't want him just sitting on the bench. So that kind of makes sense. But they need more of that. They need people to rise up. Maybe that'll be Oviedo. Boy, did he look good against the Twins yesterday. Maybe Oviedo, nah, I was about to say taking the place of Brubaker could be a good thing, but that would sound insensitive, and that's also not what I'd mean. I really like JT. Rather, it's that you'd have an opportunity that's created for someone that might not otherwise have been there. I think a lot of Oviedo. I really do, and I was disappointed that he was the guy that would have been going down because they had to promise a roster spot or a rotation spot, really to Vince Velasquez for no reason. So I, I can't get behind a 20-game improvement. I can get behind a 15-game improvement because a lot of what happened last year, forget about what it means toward this year, a lot of what happened last year was self-inflicted, willful wounds, meaning the Pirates did a lot of that crap to themselves. They were starting... Don't make me mention their names again. All these waiver wire guys and all they needed to do in large part to be better than they were last year, meaning last year, was to not do that, was to just play their best guys. And they, they didn't do that because they wanted to, you know, hope and pray for some Josh Van Meter or other to strike gold. None of it happened, of course. In other words, I'm not convinced that last year's team was truly a 62 win team if you see what I'm saying. So I, I think that the improvement to 77 is realistic. I think because of the lower caliber of the division, no one's running off with this thing, not even St. Louis. Because both the Cubs and the Reds are supposed to suck, I think you're going to see the Pirates do a little bit better in the division than they've done in the past. That'll help the record. And from there, the other factor is, I just think they're going to pitch better. I think they're going to be steadier. You're not going to have these monster blow-ups, these one-and-a-third-inning starts, that sort of thing. It's not going to feel like aliens have landed on the earth when Mitch Keller has a good outing. You're going to see the best version, I believe, of Rowanzi Contreras. Rich Hill is just going to be himself. And if David Bednar can be himself, his best self, at the back end, I think the pen's going to be fine as well. I do, do worry that this team will not hit sufficiently. But, hey, <laughs> I'm not predicting a World Series here either. When we come back, J1Q. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern. That's directly across Federal Street. 
from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. from Alan who says, DK, you do realize that you're making it fun to talk Pirates again, right? I mean, I'm really enjoying this and I hope my family will restart our old tradition of the ride from Ohio to enjoy getting together at a game at PNC Park. Uh, I I appreciate you listening, Alan. I appreciate the sentiment. I am most definitely not here to make following the baseball club enjoyable. Um, That is not my mission in one direction or the other. I feel the need to say that all the time. I'm not here to instill hope. I really, really want to stress again from the opening segment that I don't see 77 games as some rosy scenario. That's not some great win total. That's not something to celebrate. Uh, I don't think in the fourth year of a rebuild that 77 wins is some achievement. Okay, and I'm also still, by the way, for those of you who ask this on a regular basis, not at all sold on the idea that this isn't another punt. You could point to Andy for that. You could point to the payroll still not being at $100 million, where it absolutely unequivocally should be. But I know everybody got all syrupy about Kutch coming back and said, well, that's it. No punt. I mean, they, you know what? They... They pulled it off. They got you. Okay. I'm, and I'm all right with that. You can feel about this however it is that you want. And at the same time, I'm free to feel about it the way I want. I am doubtful that they'll hit. I am cautiously, guardedly optimistic that they'll pitch and that they'll catch the ball. But I don't know that they'll do so to enough of an extent that they'll offset the lack of offense. But hey, look, it's almost here. We we can stop with all the predicting and forecasting and speculation and hypotheticals because it's almost here. Uh, I'm in Detroit. I covered a hockey game here last night between the Penguins and Red Wings. And then from here, I'm heading down to Cincinnati today in time for their noon workout at Great American Ballpark. I'll have all kinds of original material for you from inside the locker room for tomorrow's show. And tomorrow will be, I am told, the 142nd opener of the Pittsburgh Baseball Club. Thanks so much for listening.